0: Welcome to A Day of Prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and his word.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Day of Prayer. We are continuing with our morning Bible study. We'll be in First Samuel chapter 11 and we'll be talking about how Saul saves Kebesh Now, Lil, would you like to open us up in prayer?
3: Lord, I thank you for today and for the marvelous and amazing and wonderful works that you do. And I just thank you for your goodness, Lord, and for setting up your judgment among the earth, Lord, and having your will done, Lord, and that you are the righteous one out of the group, Lord. And I thank you for leading us into all truth, Lord, and showing us the areas that we need to build in and helping us do it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. If this is your first time joining us, we do a morning Bible study daily as a family. And, you know, one of kyla's college friends originally asked us to be a part of our our bible study so that's kind of how we came to recording it like this you know we set up um some things so that she could join us and then as we were going you know the holy spirit just put it on our heart to go ahead and record it so that we we can share it with everyone so um you know welcome into our home and welcome to our our family bible study we're so glad to have you with us and you know, happy to be sharing the Word of God with you. So grab your Bible so we can go along together. And you can see firsthand um, the things that are in the Word of God and let the Holy Spirit minister to you as we go forward. Before we get started, I I wanted to go back and um, correct something I had said. We were talking about maybe two, two days ago, or yesterday or the day before that, and the Bible said we were talking about um, when... Oh, okay. Thank you, Kyla. When when we have a desire to follow God, but maybe we haven't gotten it perfect yet, um, I think I I rec- recounted the the one who said, "Lord, um, I believe you help my unbelief." That was actually the father of the the son that was being thrown um, thrown into the water and whatnot by the by the demon, and he went to the disciples to ask if asked him to cast the demon out and um they couldn't so they brought him to jesus that was the that was the account where the man said lord i believe help my unbelief is like if you can do anything uh let me see yes the little boy that had been thrown into the fire and the water by the demon and then the the father asked jesus if he could do anything so that's in mark chapter 9 um Verse 21 forward. So not Jairus. That was that person. So I just wanted to go back and correct that.
4: Okay.
1: But either way, the concept is still true. When we set our heart to believe God, even if we haven't worked everything out in our soul and in our flesh, he's got us. He'll bring us through. You know, just like Jesus helped this man get where he needed to go so he could receive from him. So God will never leave us or forsake us.
2: Uh-huh.
0: All right, well, chapter 11. Saul saves Chabesh Gilead. Who would like to begin reading?
3: I will.
1: All right, promise. What were we reading, Henny? We're going to read uh, verse 1 through... Let's read
0: through 11 first.
1: Verse 11, okay.
4: Then Nash the Am- Ammonite came up and encamped against jabesh Gilead. And all the men of Jabesh said to Nash, Make a covenant with us and we will serve you. And Nash the Am- Ammonites answered them, On this condition I will make a covenant with you, that I may put out all your right eyes and bring reproach on all Israel. Then the elders of Jabesh said to him, Hold up for seven days that we may send messengers to all the territory of Israel, and then if there is no one to save us, we'll come out to you. So the messengers came to came to Gil, Jebeah. Jebeah of Saul and told the news in the hearing of the people, and all the people lifted up their voices and wept. Now there was Saul coming behind the herd from the field, and Saul said, What shows the people that they weep? And they told him the words of the men of Jabesh. Then the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard the news, and his anger was greatly aroused. So he took a yoke, a yoke of oxen, and cut them in pieces, and sent them through all the territory of Israel by the hands of messengers, saying, Whoever does not go out with Saul and Samuel to battle, so it shall be down to his oxen. And the fruit of the Lord fell upon the people, and they came out with one consent. When he numbered them in Bezek, mm-hmm. the children of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah thirty thousand. And they said to the messengers who came, Thus you shall say to the people, Of Jabesh
3: Gilead.
4: Hmm. Gilead. Gilead, yes. Gilead. Tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot, you shall have help. Then the messengers came and reported to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out to you, and we may and you may do with us whatever seems good to you. So it was on the next day that Saul put the people in three companies, and they came into the midst of the camp, and and in the morning watch and killed the Amorites until the heat of the day. And it happened that those who survived were scattered so no two of them were left together.
0: So how does everybody understand what's ha- what happened here?
3: Mm. I don't get it. Me neither. I'd say, what don't you get?
0: That's a good question, sir. What don't you understand?
3: Oh, Why would they
2: say, give us seven days. If no one comes, we'll come to you and serve you. The same thing happened in Joshua. They asked to be certain, so they weren't killed. What do you mean? Why would. Why would they do that?
1: Elaborate on your question a little bit more, sweeter. Why would they do that? What. What are
2: you thinking? Why would they wait some. Why were they willing to wait for someone else instead of. Trying to protect themselves or inquiring of the Lord themselves, they were like, "Well, if somebody else doesn't come rescue us." then will come to you they didn't even try to resist
0: okay
1: so (laughs) you're asking why did not they just go out and fight them on their own and
2: I mean of course send for reinforcements if their army's bigger that's just an accident waiting for happen if you have five people and they have a hundred
1: okay well consider this right if previous chapters they're talking about give us a king to do what
3: protect us from the philistines to save us right
1: okay. because in their minds they had no one to save them which caused them to make that request an erroneous request but they request before the lord that upset him and was and rejected him he said i brought you up out of egypt with my own hand i did this for you but yet You to ask for a king so that he can do it you know we've already talked about that that exchange that they made so in their mind's eye they have no one and although saul had recently been anointed king and proclaimed to the people he had no palace to speak of he had he was just still a regular guy who had this announcement made about him yet god equipped him you know he's doing all he's done it in the spiritual realm right and we see the first fruits of it in the natural but the fullness of it that um, the Nahash, the Ammonite had, like he had some prominence, he had some standing, everybody knew who he was, he could make a, a declaration or whatnot and he had forces behind them. The children of Israel didn't have that and even especially in their mind's eye. You you notice with these, um, the people who are our brothers and sisters in Christ and our example, that's why they're accounted in the bible the way they are but you see them have issues with their mind's perception when they were coming in to take the land we're grasshoppers in our own eyes we're, we're grasshoppers like well that's how they perceive themselves so mm-hmm. they this mentality is not new to them to to feel weak and feeble you know and to to feel like who's going to help us and they had already began a custom of not going to the lord so well, they- that had done that long ago. Yeah, they had. Actually, this,
0: this whole mindset, if you will, mm-hmm. was, uh, as you brought up, it was um, something that had been in place for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you go to Judges 21, you'll see in there two things. One, um, that they were bound to doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And then two, that they were not, even then, focused on the Lord. I'm not saying that they didn't, in some ways, in some places, potentially, you know, turn back. However, it led to a huge issue. Um, so in Judges 21, it talks about how uh, wives are provided from the Benjamites, right? Yes. The tribe of Benjamin. The issue we see in verse 8, uh, there was supposed to be a congregation, and there were people, there were tribes that did not attend uh, congregating before the Lord one was the tribe of Benjamin but then you read in verse 8 how um, it also no one came from Jabesh Gilead so as a result the people the children of Israel sent 12,000 men to go eliminate everybody men, women, right uh every male and every woman that has been intimate so you have to look at this from a i'll say the human perspective is is this right if this happened now the question is people standing and how they'll be treated so it's not hard to figure out why they're like hey give us seven days we're gonna we're gonna send us some messengers but clearly they weren't sure if anyone was going to come to their help. Right. Uh, Now, a huge amount of time has passed, if you will. But yet still, they're stuck in this this mindset with this mentality of they're uncertain of who is actually, I'll say, a friend or who will come to their aid in a time of need. So they requested seven days because well, what's the alternative? They get wiped out or they make a treaty. This is human perspective, of course. And you're going to lose your right eye. So neither one is good. You either die or you lose your right eye, but you're still alive because you're uncertain of who you can count on. But even then, in that, right, we see that they didn't just turn to the Lord and ask the Lord to save them, where clearly that was the Lord's intention. Yes. Or he does it through Saul. That's why Saul rose up with righteous anger, righteous indignation, whichever way you want to phrase it. Because it was it's a mistreatment of people. It shouldn't have been the case. But also, these are still part of Israel. Right? Yes. So, uh, it's an issue. Now, but also how it applies to our life is this. There's some ways of thinking that that people potentially have that they need to do away with because it's not right it's not godly and it absolutely is not healthy for them that they can be almost hereditary or systemic Mm -hmm. right if all the i'll say the parents and jay besh gilead had clearly been, been killed this is another generation of people in Jabesh Gilead, but they still grew up with this mindset and mentality. They're still impacted by it. So there's a generational thing that must be done away with, it must be cast aside, it must be rebuked or cast out and come into a new line, a new way of thinking with the goodness of the Lord, and in the goodness of the Lord. So that's for all of us.
2: Any questions? Does it help understand
0: does it help answer your question of of why? Yes. Okay. Anything else that was confusing about this? No. Let's just read your oh. uh, for any for What
4: I also
2: found confusing is in the fear the
4: Lord found the people. what hmm mm-hmm.
1: well, confusing about that, Melbourne?
2: Because in the in the verse before that, it wasn't the Lord talking. It was Samuel who was ta- not Samuel, Saul who was talking. He was telling everybody that they had to go do that. So I don't understand why they a the fear of the Lord came from.
0: What does fear of the Lord mean? Does it mean that you're actually afraid of the
2: Lord? No. So what does it mean? Reverence and respect for the Lord.
0: Okay. So the people were, uh, I'll say, putting their faith in action and rising up as the Lord was leading them, as he laid on their hearts, just like he did with Saul, to help these people out, right?
3: Yes.
0: Um, Because what does it say right after that? Fear of the Lord fell on the people, what?
2: And they came out with one consent.
0: Okay. So there was unity. There was agreement. All the, I'm not saying it only comes in the Lord, but for righteous things, it only happens with the Lord, right? We can go to Acts chapter 1, right? Now, Jesus had given instructions not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait till they received what he had promised, which was the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Now, in verse, Acts 1, verse 14. And as I say, verse 14, we am going to skip over 12 and 13, because that's everybody that was there. Right? Yeah. Um says these all so verse fourteen says this these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman in Mary, the mother of Jesus, with all his brothers. The key part there is they all continued in one accord. Mm-hmm. Right? Other versions would say in with one mind or, and are in one voice. There was unity. There was agreement. There was no...
3: Uh, dissension. Was no, right, dissension separation. or anything
0: that that was going to take away from them accomplishing this, this task. Mm-hmm. This, uh, in this case, the task. and Acts, it's the prompting of the Holy Spirit and... As he leads, right? That's what Samuel told Saul, right? Do as the situation calls for. Mm-hmm. In other words, as the Holy Spirit is leading you. And you see him as Saul. Act that out here, right? Spirit, in verse 6, the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard the news, and his anger was greatly aroused. But it is a righteous anger for the mistreatment of the Lord's people.
3: Right?
0: Yes. yes. Okay. So we're all God's creation, but the fact that someone would mistreat another. Right? How How is how is that showing Christ-like behavior? Loving the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, body, soul, strength, and then loving your neighbor as yourself?
1: It's not. It's not. It's not. I mean, and you can tell that this is purely an evil thing. Like, I'm going to poke your eye out. To bring reproach on Israel, so that was that was meant towards the Lord. Exactly. Um, right. If you think of in terms of lambs, right, mm-hmm. spotless and blameless, a one-eyed lamb. Uh,
3: uh, not right. Each of you
1: just <laughs> kind of shifted in your chair, mm-hmm. like, oh, mm. mm-hmm. that that's. That's not the one you want. God said, These are my people and I've set them apart and I put my name on them and you know, I'm restoring them and keeping them and, and building them up them and, and yes. doing all these things and for someone to come out of nowhere. Who sent him? Why did he come there? Clearly it's a spiritual thing. But then he comes and says, I'm gonna put out your right eye. Right? No offense to us lefties. But though the right hand is the one of significance, you know, like when so at the right hand of the king, you know, especially at this time being left-handed, was like, no, that doesn't exist. We're going to make you right-handed. right-handed. Okay. So, <laughs> so your
0: weapon, if in warfare, weaponry, all that, right? It's how swords, spear, right? That's a right-handed thing, typically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you're trying to sight in, how are you going to do that? And if you're holding your weapon in your right hand, but you're using your left eye, it's going to kind of put you in a disadvantage.
1: So just to come and say, I'm going to maim you and make you my servants, there's something evil about that. That's wickedness and it it's beyond a natural mm-hmm. um, a natural event. It's spiritual. So mm-hmm.
0: okay and then what what else that's all
2: i had a question about I promise well,
0: those are not just questions but anything that the holy spirit ministered to you or pointed out if you want to share
3: i found it interesting in verse 11 when it says so it was on the next day that saul put the people in three companies and they came into the midst of the camp in the morning watch and killed ammonites until the heat of the day And it happened that those who survived were scattered so that no two of them were left together. There was not a pair. There wasn't a group that could have snuck in and still try to accomplish the mission. Like the Lord had said, when your ways are pleasing to him, your enemies will come out to you one way and flee before seven. Mm -hmm. They weren't left together in a group. They were fleeing from him. So I just found that interesting. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Leva. All right.
0: I also find it interesting, we talked about uh, Judges 21, how the people of Jabesh Gilead did not attend the congregation of the Lord. But here, in this situation, you had the exact opposite thing. The exact thing that they did not do, the Lord sent, through Saul, of course, sent everybody. 300,000 people showed up on Jabesh Gilead's behalf.
1: Amen
0: significant
1: hmm. it is i wonder were they the rebels that didn't um that despised him saul when he was made king i wonder who these people were or no. um, you know verse 27 of um chapter 10 so some but some rebels said how can this man save us so they despised him and brought him no presents. but he held his peace in my mind i'm just wondering are these the same people Know, but, and then but
0: Jabesh Gilead and Benjamin had a relationship right because there were
1: the wives exchanged. the wives of sure.
0: Jabesh Gilead or or that's where Benjamin received the wives
4: mm-hmm.
0: for their for their tribe mm-hmm. so so even in being outcast for not attending the congregation of the Lord being in his presence when the Lord appointed the Lord still made a way for them to to continue.
1: Yeah, the Lord still brought them together and is still carrying out his will and his plan. He still desired to protect them and keep them and keep his word because he's Absolutely. faithful.
0: But it just shows that relation, that connection there between uh, Saul, who was from the tribe of Benjamin, but also with Jabesh Gilead.
1: Yeah, but I think... Even though
0: this the, was a spiritual thing. It is spiritual. You know, it was the, the Spirit of the Lord that was moving, or the Holy Spirit that is, that was moving. In the midst of the people on Jabesh Gilead's behalf.
1: Right. But I also think it's on behalf of the kingdom that he just exactly established. He just said, God is with you, right? He told Saul that mm-hmm. I'm with you. That was a message that um, Samuel passed that the Lord had told him to give to Saul is that I'm with you. And he said that he was going to raise him up to make him do the thing that they requested, which is protect the people this is what a king will do etc etc so when this this well that's what we're about to get to spiritual thing arose huh
0: and and the next few verses oh yeah
1: well i'm just saying just based on this that that's god confirming his word absolutely
0: so if someone could read verses 12 through the end of the chapter please honey. you're good honey just getting ahead of the game it's okay
3: Who's reading for us? I will. I'll thank you. Then the people said to Samuel, Who is he who said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. But Saul said, Not a man shall be put to death this day, for today the Lord has accomplished salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let us go to Gilgal and renew the kingdom there. So all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. Therefore, they made sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord. And there, Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Mm-hmm. Oh.
2: So I think you were right that the people that despised Saul initially did come from Jabesh, Just because like after they fought off the Ammonites, now they're like, okay, time to put these people to death. Well,
0: again, as as pointed out, it's about unifying the kingdom, the Lord. Through this, uh, I won't say tragedy, because it wasn't right. It was prevented by the Lord, but through this situation, and of unifying the people under Saul, the person the Lord had chosen as a king, to be king. So, the Lord's providing peace. Right? The, the people are even rallied against those that were spoken out against Saul right who he had already shown grace and mercy towards and then he does it again here right So no, no, we're not going to kill anyone anyone else. Right? we're we're good. These are our people. We're giving them grace. Yes. No one's dying today, but let's go. And he does what? He renews the kingdom in Gilgal. So the people were unified as a nation, as a kingdom,
1: again. So although they had requested a king, they still, nobody really quite took it seriously. Because Saul was out
0: with with the herd. Oxen.
1: (laughs) He was, yeah, he was out. He's the king, but he's out in the fields working like a hired individual, like the son of his father, which there's nothing wrong with that. But once it was almost like they said, give us this, they didn't really know what to do with it, which is, that's fine, that, that's natural, but then they kind of all went back their own way. Like, okay, you said this, this is great, but what does this mean? How do we do this? How do we go about it? It um, okay. went from
0: being king and title only to... Oh, now there's actual title. There's, I'll say, respect or
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, honor that, that comes with it, right? It's yep. just viewed completely differently. He's king indeed. Now. Exactly. In his actions
1: now, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that brought everybody together. And, um, you know, something that's interesting also is to note that the children of Israel didn't go, and God didn't go picking with the Ammonites. The Ammonites came to them and God answered and responded by protecting his people. Exactly. The enemy rose up and came to them as he often does. But God raised up the standard and said, nope, you're not coming over here. I've already got the answer for this. I got the solution. And he took care of it. Um, yes, the believers had to stand up and resist and fight and go do what God asked them to do. Um, but they weren't picking fights with people. Nope. That's important. They weren't picking fights.
0: No, the devil went came and tested through the Ammonites to see if he could gain access, a foothold into the territory. And no, it was prevented. The Lord prevented And actually, that's the point I was going to bring up was Saul... Like King Saul in this case acknowledged that the Lord accomplished salvation in Israel right mm-hmm. yes it was because of the Lord that the Spirit or the Holy Spirit came upon Saul it caused him to have righteous anger mm-hmm. but then also the Lord's the one that brought 300,000 people together to fight on mm-hmm. Jabesh Gilead's behalf and then they also saw a great victory because the Lord gave them that victory mm-hmm. and Saul and this is a I'll say it applies to our life and this. acknowledge what the Lord does in our lives. Mm-hmm. Everything comes from Him. Yes.
1: Every good and every good and good perfect, and perfect yes. thing. Yes. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> Not everything, but every Not, good right, and perfect gift. Yes. Yes. Thank you.
0: Thank you. For correcting me there. Every good and perfect thing comes from Him. So every good and perfect thing that we receive is the Lord's. Came from the Lord. So let's give him thanks yes. and credit for what he's done. Yes. You know, let's be thankful, but let's also acknowledge it, right? That's that's our confession. That's our testimony. Look what the Lord's done. Mm -hmm. There's no way we could have done this on our own, right? Right. It wasn't a trust in, oh, well, we got 300,000 people to show up, so we crushed these guys.
1: No, because they'd already been, um, had their backsides handed to them multiple times when they tried that, right? Well, we're going to go ahead and do it on our own. and they get beat up and then they were like oh wait <laughs> i guess we should it
0: didn't work ask the lord, well. yeah
1: where's the lord let's go ask him oh okay
0: but it was an acknowledgement it was done under the leading and guidance of the lord through his holy spirit mm-hmm. and then when it was all said and done yes there was a celebration of course mm-hmm. but excuse me it first started with acknowledgement and thanksgiving to the lord Acknowledging, testifying that the Lord had accomplished this. Mm -hmm. So.
1: The Lord, he is good. He is. Amen. Did you have a question, Promise? Mm -hmm. Sure. sure. I saw the look on your face. So the difference between saying everything is from God and, and every good and perfect thing is from God is God doesn't do evil things. So when evil comes, it's not... Let us not dare say it's the Lord, because it's not him. We've already, you know, he covers that plainly. Um, the children of Israel spoke evil of him in the wilderness. And he said, you know, you're saying things about me that aren't true. Even when Job was going through his testing, his trials, his friends said things about God that weren't true. And God addressed that. He said, no, you, you said things about me that weren't right. And, but ask, ask your, my, your companion here, and he'll pray for you. And I'll forgive that, but they didn't speak right concerning him. So it's important that we do not attribute acts of Satan to, the Lord, to yes. God and brush them under there. But then acts of goodness, we attribute to our own flesh, right? Correct. No, God is good and he only does good things. And he doesn't tempt anyone with evil, neither is he tempted with evil. That's what James chapter 1 tells us. So it's, it's important. There is a difference. In language and exactly. thought process. In good things. That includes
0: our life and uh, I'll say our our possessions because they're the Lord's possessions. Mm-hmm. He gave them to us. right as mm-hmm. Paul talks about that in the New Testament. He says, uh, What do you have that you've not received, right, from the Lord? And, and it is the same thing that John the Baptist said. He said something very similar, um you know, clearly prior to Paul. Mm-hmm. But he's like, So if you've received it, then why do you boast as if you? you did it or, mm-hmm. or i'd have it which was the point i was trying to make it didn't come out exactly clear so mm-hmm. thank you I it, honey. <laughs> thank you for that so i'm glad we cleared all that up
1: yeah, absolutely
0: but yeah so good and perfect things come from the lord mm-hmm. so we shouldn't boast as if we did it of our own self so mm-hmm. acknowledge testify okay. if you will of what the lord is doing all right that's our mm-hmm. testimony mm-hmm. this is what the lord did we can acknowledge that of Christ and i can give him thanks Mm-hmm. And praise and glorify and magnify His name, because of who He is, but also what He's
1: done. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, I think He even told them that, cautioned them, and when they were coming into the land, He said, "When you come into the land that's full of all good things and houses that you didn't build, filled with all good things that you didn't do the labor, don't say to yourself my hand.' Don't for, don't come forget God and go." My hand has gained this wealth for me. My my own strength has done this. Don't forget the Lord. Remember that it's he that gives you the power to get wealth. So um, it is God. It is God. So glorify him. And then that keeps you humble. That keeps you out of pride, right? It keeps you submitted to the Lord where he is able to continue to exalt you and lift you up and um, make the path way smooth before your feet and subdue your enemies before you and do all the things bring the covenant that he's already made with us to pass when we are humble when we submit to god right yes Yes. humble ourselves before him and honor him because he's a good god and then he's able to do that but if we start going i got it i did it it's all me then you've made yourself your own god and your own king and you you have eliminated him from being able to work on your behalf because you've removed him from his place in your life
0: so don't do it but remain
1: that's
0: right Anyone have anything else they want to share that the holy spirit ministered to them no, no
4: that's
0: all we okay well charles why don't you close us out in prayer then sorry
2: Lord, I thank you for today, Lord. just thank you for this time we can spend together, Lord. just thank you for the grace and mercy that you give us, Lord, so that way we can come back to you, Lord. But mm-hmm. I also thank you for helping us in our trials, Lord, and making it easy and bearing there with us to help guide us. Mm -hmm. along the right path and not leaving us to our own devices and our own troubles, Lord. Mm -hmm. But I also thank you that you give us insight into what is wrong. And so that way we don't have to go through it and that you're always there to help us and you're never against us, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Mm. All right, well everyone
0: have a great day. God bless you.
3: God bless you. you. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog,